Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, y'all. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited for my conversation today. So last year, probably around this time, we had Courtney Carver on the show, and we will link to that in the show notes. And Courtney Carver is the amazing woman behind Project 333, and she teaches about how to create basically a capsule wardrobe, but not from necessarily like a fashion standpoint, but because it's so calming on our nervous system, it changes so many things about how we can live life. And I asked her on the podcast because I'm a big Marie Kondo fan. And at the same time, I sort of I didn't regret some of the things I gave away, but I noticed how some of them could have been useful if I was really thinking with sort of a global planet mind. And Courtney had some great solutions for how to really create a simple wardrobe each season um, and how to rotate different clothes through your closet so that you always are just looking at a set amount of things. And I loved, loved, loved her feedback. And now I'm finding that as, you know, we're two years into this pandemic and, you know, things are shifting a little, but as I record this, I've just actually finished. We've had COVID go through our whole house. So it's been three weeks home and everyone just went off to school. And I've been thinking a lot about clothes and what I'm wearing and how I want to show up. And I have a pretty simple closet, yet I'm not always inspired when I open it in the morning. And so when I met Stephanie Johnson, I had to get her on the podcast because I just loved what she was saying about clothes, about wardrobe, and I wanted you to hear some of her strategies. There's definitely some that you're going to want to implement because they just make figuring out what you're going to wear so much easier and just more fun, which I think is something we're really needing right now. So Stephanie Johnson um, is the amazing owner of a company called Swap It, which is local in our area. And she'll tell you a little bit about it when she's on the show. And But the concept behind her store can really be implemented wherever you are. If you're around here, I highly recommend checking it out. But if you're somewhere else, she's going to talk through just the concept of swapping clothes. She's also going to talk through some amazing strategies for, again, how to choose what to wear. And she's also, along with being an entrepreneur, the mom of three young kids. So I love having moms of young kids on the show because she really is doing it all. And you'll love her groundedness when you hear this. So Stephanie's background um, is that she was in the nonprofit world in New York City. And a combination of in that time, really learning about how she could be greener and be a steward for our environment. 
um, really was part of her career. And at the same time, she was in New York City having to dress up and go to work and was conscious about what it was like to, you know, be a young professional wanting to dress up and be part of the city. And so this these experiences coupled together really created the work that she is going to talk about with us today. So with no further ado, let's get Stephanie on the show. Hello, Stephanie. Welcome to the Plan Simple podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm kind of excited for this talk because um, I'm super excited by what you do. And I know that we'll sort of go cover a lot of territory. So tell us first, well, tell us a little bit about you as a mom, like who you're a mom to, where where we can find you, what you do, all those things. Like, what are you balancing? Sure. So I'm a mom to three children, five and under. Um, Intense time, just to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have two girls and a boy. Um, And I also am a wife, a business owner, a homeowner, all those things that take up all your time and energy. (laughs) Um, And my business is Swap It. Um, We are, we have website, um, swapit.cool is the easiest one to remember. And what is that? Tell tell everybody what that does because it's a really cool business. Sure. So we are a thrift store for women um, or people that wear women's clothing. And instead of shopping, you swap. And that really allows women not to have to compromise. So they don't have to compromise on their style, their budget, or their values. Um, And we say their budget because it's a membership store. So it's just one price to swap as many items as you want. So once you pay the money, you don't ever have to think about it again. Um, And your style, because, you know, you're not thinking about cost per piece, or you're not thinking about, will I actually wear it? Will it just take up room in my closet? You don't have to consider all of the things that you probably don't even realize you're considering when you purchase one piece of clothing. Um, We take that away because we don't have return windows. And actually, if you take something home, it gives you an opportunity and it doesn't work out. It gives you an opportunity to like get something even better the next time. Um, And then the not compromising your values piece is really about um, a few things. The biggest one being the environmental effects. So um, it's all secondhand clothing. So you can have as much clothing as you want. And it wasn't like created for you. You didn't have anybody manufacture anything new for you. That's so interesting. So, so I, by the way, everyone have been there. I brought my two girls and it was, we had so much fun. Actually, I was just thinking as I got on, I'm doing this record, we're recording this as I'm on the tail end of COVID. So I'm not feeling like I'm like the smartest human in the world today, but I was thinking as we were talking, so it's too late. I should have worn something while we were talking that I got there, but here we are. Um, so one of the things you said that's always super interesting to me and to talk about is just this idea of decisions. So I'd actually love to unpack that a little bit because I'm sure people aren't aware of all the decisions. And it's funny because in the planning process, I mean, I literally am reminding people all day, every day, like all planning is, is making decisions. And it's just like making a choice and then sticking to it and making a choice and making a choice and making a choice. And the, I think the benefit of, um, of planning is that you can do it at a place when like your mind is like, thinking straight or, you know, is, is okay. Like you're not in fight and flight mode. Whereas a lot of times when we're like in the moment making choices, 
we're not like operating from the smartest part of our brain. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we're making so many unconscious choices all freaking day long. So tell us a little bit about the ones like, like, let's go into that a little bit more about the ones that really come into play with clothes, because I feel like, well, I feel like there's probably some planning we can all be doing. Um, And also I feel like sometimes just even being conscious of like, oh my God, like I really did just think of that like for an hour, (laughs) Um, like just might help some people, even if they can't make it in to swap clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So um, we can talk about the planning piece in a minute and that's called our lookbook. So we can like circle back to that. Oh, I would love that. In terms of planning and yeah, in terms of like planning and all the decision-making that goes in, I mean, think about it, right? Like you walk into a store and you're like, what is the first section I'm going to? And like, is this in my size? Is this the right size? Am I going to wear it? Does it match up with something I already own? Do I have 16 already like it? Is this too expensive? Is it worth splurging on? Is it too cheap? Is it going to fall apart? Are you with a friend that's now like, oh, that looks great on you, but you maybe don't actually think it looks great, but who doesn't love a compliment? So you're like, I, I want this. Um, I'm going to take it home. And then all of those, you know, how long is the line? Do I want to stand in this checkout line? Like literally all of these things are happening in our brains, like beyond, like so quickly. And even if you think about like the brands, which brands do I want? Do I support them? Do they, you know, are they known for child labor? Is it like, do they support my politics? It's like, it's just, everything is going through your head. And a store almost feels like it's like, a store almost feels like you've even made a decision. Cause I, my, I, my guess is that a lot of people spend a lot of time like online, just yeah. like not ever even like really in a decision for quite a long time. Right. Like you, it's such an easy way to procrastinate doing anything is to endlessly scroll and like not decide whether you need it, want it, believe in it, like all the things, whether it look yeah. good on you. Right. Yeah. You don't even know if you're online. You have no clue if it looks good, if you're going to wear it. Um, I'm in, we call it a superficial mom's group, Yeah, like super and then official. (laughs) Like the super part is big and the official part is small. Um, And one thing that comes up again and again is people will share like an ad they got on Facebook and be like, Facebook is bombarding me with this ad. Does anybody like already own this thing? Is it good? Should I get it? And so, you know, now not only are the decisions in your head, but you've now taken time to share it with other people to say like, should I get this? Oh my! Gosh, and so yeah. swapping, whether you swap at swap it or you do swap nights with friends or whatever, swapping takes away like all of that. It's a decision to do it. So it's just a decision to swap. And then like, you're like, that was the decision you had to make. <laughs> and then you just get to have fun with it. I love that idea. So anybody could basically do it from anywhere because you would just would gather a group of friends and bring some of your things and just have fun. It makes it fun. Okay. So let's talk about getting dressed in general though, because so you have young ones, so (laughs) you really could be in the phase of like not getting dressed. (laughs) I mean, literally (laughs) we're going to get dressed, but you know, many of us don't um, in anything besides yoga pants. So Let's, let's, let's talk like, I'm, I know that you meet so many women coming in and out of your store and just in your life. So what do you notice about women who 
you know, are in this phase of, you know, in motherhood and all that and what, and how we, how we even think about dressing or giving ourselves permission to get dressed. Do you notice like this? Do you know what I mean? Like, cause I think what some of what you do is help people get out of yoga pants. Is that true? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we, yeah, I will say that we don't consider yoga pants, pants, (laughs) 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 unless you're going to a class, we don't want to see you walking around like that in the supermarket, but we all have to do what like is right for us and works for us. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a, there's like a couple things and, and your clothes and people have two schools of thought where like, you know, people could just dismiss everything I say, because it's just like, you know, it's just clothes. But on the other hand, like it's clothes and it's a hundred percent how you present yourself. You know, people make a decision about you in what the first seven seconds or something. And largely that is based on what you're wearing and it's how you show up in the world. Um, so, so we definitely recommend like getting dressed and we definitely see the women that are um, the ones that are wanting to get dressed that, you know, put clothes on. Um, I was working with a coach and she said, even when she's working from home, she'll like sit at her zoom calls and heels because she just knows that she shows up differently. Um, and so that is something, yeah, that we work with people on, right? Like how do you, how do you want to feel in your clothes? How do you want to present yourself? Um, and right. Allowing women to be like, it's, it's okay. And to want to want to do that. Right. Even though you're really busy, it's okay to want to focus on your clothes because it's really, it's more than your clothes. It's yourself and and how you feel about yourself. And every time you look in a mirror, do you want to feel depressed or do you want to feel good? Right. Um, and then in terms of like how, how we can get this done for people is the lookbook that I was talking about before. Um, so we do this with clients, or you can certainly do it in your house, is you set a, t- a set aside a little bit of time. So this is the planning process, right? You set aside a little bit of time, you try stuff on, and when you like something, you take a picture of it. And you keep it in like, you know, I keep mine in a Google album. And when I get dressed in the morning, instead of going to my closet, I go to my lookbook, and I pick a picture from my lookbook, and then I grab those clothes. And if I get rid of something, I remove that picture from my lookbook and it's just a million times easier. And then you look good and you gravitate towards outfits that make you feel good. Because if you see it, if you physically are looking at it in your lookbook and you're like, I don't like how I look in that, you're not going to pick it. You're going to pick something else that does make you feel good. So you naturally start to dress better without having to do a whole lot of extra work. I love that. Okay. So, so you spend some time and you get in all the clothes in your closet, taking pictures. Is that like you do that one? Okay. And then when, when you're deciding what to wear, you're choosing from there instead of from your closet and then finding your closet. That's awesome. And it takes like, you know, I can look at my lookbook while, um, I'm feeding my kids breakfast or I'm still breast. I have a baby. I'm still breastfeeding. So when I'm like feeding him, I can just like scroll through and decide what I'm going to wear. Um, and it's great. (laughs) I love that. That's such a great tool. That's cool. Thank you for that one. Um, all right. So I, I think everyone should make a lookbook now. I think I want to make a lookbook now. Um, so what was my question going to be? I was thinking about clothes and getting in them. Oh, so it's interesting. I think talking about, um, you know, what we, how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves in our clothes 
And, you know, around here, a lot of times people have food goals in my presence (laughs) um, and are, you know, working on their health. But a lot of times, you know, women sort of subconsciously we're we're thinking about how our body looks and, and, and hopefully not dieting because I'm a big fan of not doing that, but um, just, um, you know, we're, we're concerned with this. And a lot of that comes from the outside. Um, And so, around here, we're always really trying to look at that and come from a place more from the inside out, which I just think is so hard in our society right now, because we're bombarded with pictures of people in clothes and bodies and blah, 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 blah. So how do we, how do we do that a little bit with clothes? Like how do, how do you, how do you really come at this from a place of like, this is me and my confidence. Like this is me taking care of myself. Like, cause I feel like it's almost like, you know, there's just so many stories of like, if I think of this, I, I just feel like that right now there's this whole movement of like, we might as well not think about anything. Um, if we're going to like respond to the fact that like, you know, men and magazines have been telling us to look this way for so long. So how do you get to this place? How do you know what your style is? I guess that's really the question. Like, how do you know, what it is that you're going to feel good in. I mean, there's a couple of things I can say to that. And the first one is, is that you should fit the clothes. The clothes shouldn't fit you. Right. Mm -hmm. So like you don't have to fit into these mass produced clothes, mass produced clothes are meant to fit everybody. So they don't fit anybody correctly. And I know that's hard to say, I'm not telling you to go out and get like custom made, tailored, like one of a kind pieces, but you, but your self-worth and how you feel about yourself should not be connected. Hopefully should not be connected to something um, that is made for literally like millions of people. Um, And then if clothing if it doesn't fit you right, it's not about you. It's about, it's about the piece. And if you can find those pieces that do fit you right, it doesn't matter what the size says. There's vanity sizing. There's a hundred brands. Chico's made up their own sizes. So sizing just doesn't mean anything. And we actually don't stock the store by size because it means so little that like, you can't walk into our store and be like, where are the size sixes? I'm like, well, you got to look all over because a size 12 could also be a size six. Um, And those are things that we try to tell people to like remind themselves of because, right. Like, like I said, the clothing, it's not, it's not made for you. It's made for everybody. So um, you can't like put yourself not being articulate in this piece, but like, yeah, but no, but I love that because actually I asked you that question kind of on purpose. I knew that's how the store was arranged. And at first I was kind of like, gosh, that's going to take extra time. (laughs) It's like weed through everything. But what was super interesting is that actually none of us, me me or my daughters walked out with our sizes in anything. And in fact, my daughter got a super cute sweater in like an extra large or something. And she's teeny weeny. Um, But it was like, literally like, you know, how, how, it, like it fit her, like, like she, how she stood in it. Like it, there was about so much more than the size. And had we walked into like just the normal store, we may never have known that, you know what I mean? Like we may have never have seen that because we probably would have started with her size and it would have been a, like a whole different garment, right. In her size. Yeah. 
Exactly, exactly. It's hard for us to internalize, but sizing on clothes, just it doesn't mean anything. It's like you got to look at it. If it fits you, great. If not, not. And I would say one more thing about our closets and our clothing. So a lot of people will have clothing that's like too big for them or too small for them. And maybe that's like too small could be like gold clothing that you're hoping to fit into too big could be like, Oh, like what if I backslide and I get into the clothing? And so what we tell people about that is like, if the, let's just take the small example, like clothing that's too small, cause that's more common. But if that clothing is helping you set a goal, if it is making you feel good, if it is empowering you, then you should totally keep it right. If it's helping you move forward, you should keep it. On the other hand, if it is sitting in your closet mocking you saying, if you look at it and say, I will never fit into this and it makes you feel bad and it does not help you move forward, you need to get rid of it. If it, if it like um, motivates you, keep it. If it makes you feel bad, then get rid of it. And we're not all the same. So we don't all have to like do one thing, right? Do what's going to work and make you feel the best. Oh my gosh, I love that. Thank you for that. Um, are you yourself? like a minimalist or do you have a ton of clothes? <laughs> um, well, I have a ton of clothes because my whole store is at my disposal. But <laughs> my house, I have, I don't, I don't have that much. I don't have that much. Um, Cause I can get whatever I want. And I, I think I always thought I had a normal amount of clothes, but when I started going into people's closets, like people have a lot of clothing. And that's probably unnecessary. Most people probably could edit out. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if like part of like in a look, like if you're having a lookbook, is there like a certain amount of outfits that you think you even in that format are worth making a decision about, or like, is there a point that we overwhelm ourselves just because there's so much and it's hard to even see? Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons That's one of the reasons the lookbook works better than a closet because then you can like see everything. But yeah, if you're scrolling endlessly in your lookbook, um, it'd be either time to organize it by like, you know, sort of like business casual, formal wear. um, So you don't have to look at everything all the time because you, you get, um, we call it like, you know, like eye clutter, like those things that you just like immediately know that you're not looking at anymore. And so when that starts to happen in your lookbook or in your closet, like those are things that have to go. Like if you're looking at your lookbook and you scroll down four pictures automatically, like those first four pictures can go. You're just not even looking at them. They're just creating like eye clutter for you. Love that. When do you decide what you're wearing for the day in the morning or, or the night before? Me personally in the morning. I mean, my lookbook will do that. And I will say it's not like a perfect system. Yesterday I had to try on four outfits because I didn't realize that everything had like food on it from my kids. <laughs> like, oh, great. But in that, when that happened, I was like, okay, like I'll just find a different picture. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Awesome. All right. So tell us a little bit about what life is like with three kids under five. I have been there before, but it was a while ago. Like, how, like cause you're, you're balancing the kids work. Like, how do you, how do you make that work for you? Yeah. I mean, it's busy. It's busy. (laughs) I definitely subscribe to a lot of the things that you talk about on, um, in terms of, I definitely spend time planning and it's the most helpful thing. You don't want to run into like decision fatigue 
um, if you're having to make all these decisions throughout the day, I love when I've just decided and then I'm like, okay, here's just like the to-do list for today. And I don't have to think about anything. I just do it. And I know that I'd already made a very good action plan because I'd already thought about all the pieces. Um, I also will use a planner that has a lot of white space. So I used to use those ones that are like, what are your three goals for the day? What are you thankful for? And it didn't, I don't know, it just, it, I liked all of those prompts, but then I realized that it just wasn't working for me. And I found this planner that has a lot of white space and that for me worked because then I was like, all right, here's where I do my brain dump. Here's where I do my brainstorming. Everything is in like one spot. And then I can turn all of those things into a to-do list and onto specific pages, like specific dates that I'm going to do those things. Um, So that was like a big breakthrough for me. Love it. And it's funny because white space, it's kind of probably not so dissimilar than white space in um, a closet. I mean, it just, when things like feel good and feel under control in general, we act from more of a place of control (laughs) than we do when we're, you know, feeling like everything's crazy and chaotic and there's too much clutter. So Mm -hmm. an uncluttered calendar is a good thing. I love that. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah, so that's a really big tool. And then the other big tool is, is time blocking, just deciding or dedicating time to different things. So if I'm with my kids, I'm not working. If I'm working, someone else is taking care of my kids. And then you can give, you know, you can give the most that you have to each of those things and not have to, I mean, in theory and sometimes in practice, not have to feel bad that you're not giving the time to the other piece. So have you always, have you always done that? No, I only learned about that maybe three, three three-ish years ago. But have you always, have you always, um, separated work with kids? Like, is that always, because I, I, I feel like I, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who like go into entrepreneurship thinking that they'll be able to like have the kids (laughs) and then it's really hard. So I always personally separated it, but I know not everybody does. So I'm just curious if you always have, or if there was like a point when you were like, Oh my God, I can't do this with kids like with a baby on my boob. (laughs) Yeah. When I, when I started, I started my business when my first kid was like three or four months old, something like that. Or maybe I started really working on my business when she was like three or four months old. And yeah, I thought we could like hang out while I like typed things or thought about things. Um, and that, that would be the best of both worlds. But I learned, I learned that it, it wasn't, I didn't feel like I was giving my business like the proper attention. I didn't feel like I was bonding with my kid. Um, and I, I like, that was something I'd heard, like I had heard that you should separate. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Like I yeah. can do it. So that was something for me. I definitely had to like learn for myself, but I'm like much happier now. I have a much better like relationship with my kids. My business is doing a billion times better than it was. Um, yeah. So yeah. I love that. So everyone who has little ones, you can hear from both Stephanie and I, that truth. <laughs> Um, all right. Are we missing anything? I feel like we've given people a lot of things to motivate them to want to get dressed. And, um, I mean, really a lot of this dressing and planning is just that decision piece, Mm -hmm. really committing to choosing things. 
Yeah, it is. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just like everything else in your life. It's just like meal planning. You can just outfit plan. Yeah. Um, right. So good. Um, I have to admit, fully admit, I'm a big yoga pants fan. <laughs> um, I generally have a cute top on, but definitely, um, definitely like my yoga pants. So I, I have some, I have some work to do there. But a lot of it was also to do with like, I don't know, just like not never, I guess never really. I think there's like a lot of understanding of our bodies at different like phases and, and understanding what is most comfortable and like makes us feel the best and also like looks how we want to look. Um, and it changes and it changes with kids and it changes as our hormones change. And, um, I don't, I don't know. So I'm, I'm just like, it's interesting. I feel like at this point, it's like, I'm not exactly sure what my style is, but I'm feeling like very excited right now to like refigure it out. I went to art school. So there was a point when like, it was, I was like, I had pretty cool clothes. <laughs> like cause you kind of had to keep up with the Joneses in art school. And then there was kids and then, yeah. So like, I'm ready to like refine my, my thing, which is fine. I get that. I mean, in the, look, the yoga pants is a full on personal decision, but I would say about the yoga pants, the same thing that I would say about the clothing that's too small for you in the closet. If you are happy and fulfilled showing up in your yoga pants and you wear them because you feel like they um, enhance your day because maybe you're on the floor with your kids, or maybe you're literally running from location to location. Like when I used to live in New York, I was like, why am I in a pencil skirt? This is terrible. I'm like, <laughs> to, to my job to not be late. Um, and so if that, like, if you feel good in that, then that's okay. It's really when it becomes like, oh, I don't know what to wear or nothing fits me that yeah. I'm going to throw in yoga pants or like, I'm feeling lazy. So I'm going to indulge that laziness. And instead of putting on something nice that will get me out of this funk, I'm going to indulge it and put on yoga pants. That's when like they become more yeah. of a, more something to think about changing up. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I definitely get lost. Like both of us, Stephanie are both coming at you from the Boston area. So we definitely have the season thing going on here. And I always feel like I get like a little bit lost in the spring just cause like in the change of like weather or whatnot, but in the, I'm not a big fan of tights, but I love wearing dresses. So I think my goal is going to be focused on like, as it gets warmer, like what would happen if this summer I just did the dress? Well, and the other thing about clothes and yoga pants, I will say too, talking about balance is like when you, you know, are balancing work and kids and X and taking care of yourself. And that involves exercise. I always like, there was a point in my life when I was like, if I just am in exercise clothes today, then maybe I'll do it. <laughs> you know, it was like, cause I was never quite sure when it happened. So planning actually really helped that for me. Cause it was like, okay, if I'm going to exercise, I, it also needs to like work with the shower and the getting of the dressed and all the things. And so some days I plan to just be in my yoga clothes. Cause I know it's going to happen at four and I'm writing all day, but but some days I really have to think about that and plan for it. Yeah, I, I totally get that for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, your clothes can empower what you're going to do for the day, right? Like, just like you're talking about, if you're wearing it, maybe you'll go. 
Okay. One totally random question before we end. Do you have any wash tips just since you're such a clothes buff? Like one of the reasons I feel like I'm always in yoga pants too, is it's like the kids make a freaking enough wash. And I'm just like, how can we have less wash in the house? And like, how do we, and I think that's actually one of the reasons why I don't always purchase like the cute shirt I want, or even the cute dress I want is because it's like, Oh, I'm going to have to like dry clean it or like line dry it. Yeah. Nobody likes that. It's funny. Cause my dad owned a large chain of laundry mats. Really? Yeah. What's the circle? <laughs> I mean, so to be honest, I like never, I, growing up, I never did my own laundry, right? We sent it out. So my advice would be to send it out. No, I, <laughs> Does he still own it? Do you still do that with your kids? No, he's, he retired. So he doesn't <laughs> do it anymore. But my husband now does my laundry. <laughs> so that's, that's a the other advice. Your partner could do it for you. Um, I mean, we have a, we have um, a separator. So we have three different types of clothing yep. that, so we have like delicates, then we have a bin like for stuff just with stains. So, you know, like that you want to pre-treat it. And then we have just regular clothes that you could just throw in and it doesn't matter. And that does seem to help keep our clothes nice because it's the same thing. You've pre-decided what type of wash it needs. And yeah. so then when you grab it, you just like can throw it in and you know exactly what you're doing. Does everything that says it's supposed to be dry clean need to be dry cleaned? <laughs> um, you know, I really don't know. All right. My husband takes his shirts to the dry cleaner. So I give him my dry clean stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then they just go. It's an interesting thing. It That definitely creates decision fatigue in my things is I'm like, am I going to wear this? Like, can I wash it? You know, especially in the, I'm, I'm out of the, I'm out of the stain era, which is nice. But when you're in the stain era, um, it's real, right? Like, I mean, like, yeah, clothes have to be washed maybe more than you'd want them to. Sometimes you have to, you know, somebody throws spaghetti at you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's thing. actually a really good tip. If you're not in the stain, stain part of life, you don't really have to wash clothes as much as you think you do. Yeah. Yeah. Channel the French woman, right? I don't think they wash their clothes very often. <laughs> yeah, like some Febreze. <laughs> like <we'll> <laughs> awesome. Is there anything that we've missed? And what you were thinking we would share today? Um, no, I think we're, I think we're good. Or on laundry, if you don't enjoy doing laundry, one thing I do actually a lot is this is an official name, but I forget I habit pair. So if I'm doing something I don't like, I pair it with something I do. So for me, like cleaning the house, I'll, I'll only listen to podcasts while I clean the house. I love so that. it means that like, you know, I get stuff done on both ends. So if you don't really like doing your laundry, you have too much, pair it with something you like. Like maybe you can like have a chocolate every time or you you could do the podcast thing too. Yeah, I do the podcasting. And the other thing I do now that my kids are older is um, I do it with them. And I actually, it's like a really good talking time. So I love doing that. All right. So one final question. Well, first of all, tell people how to find you. And then I have one final question. All right. So swap it. We are on Facebook at a swapping good time. And we are on our website at swapit.cool. And do you have tips for people who can't, who aren't in the Boston area as well? Like, are you thinking about swapping and, or is it mostly for people who are around here? Is it all, most of your content around coming into the store? Um, 
it is around what swapping can do for you. So awesome. most of the stories are about stuff that happened in the store, but it's relevant if you're not here yet. Awesome. Yeah. Cause I think swapping sounds like such a fun thing to do no matter where you are. And if you're in Boston, we should, you should definitely come check out Stephanie's store. All right. So my last question is for anyone who is ready, ready to, um, just feel better in her clothes, be excited about her clothes. Um, I love the tip about the, the catalog and I'm wondering, is there a step before, like, the step before that, like for people who are just, cause I know a lot of people who come into your store, like this is the first time they're really giving themselves the luxury of like caring, um, you know, after kids or whatever. So like, what is like, what is the first step in just, cause it seems like kind of a daunting thing, like for anyone who has a, just a wardrobe full of yoga clothes or clothes that they're not too psyched about at this point. Yeah. So we started out with, um, we have a very simple style process that allows you to like put your closet into four different categories and then you match up. Then we tell you which categories could go together and that's Mm. how you can try on everything in your closet. So, um, I guess I would say that you can find some kind of, if you can find something like quick and easy like that, like some, I would find a way that you're going to go through your closet, something that works for you. If there's so the first step is to go through your closet and see what you have. I would start just trying things on together. Yeah. Okay. Mix and match things you don't normally try on. I mean, the other thing you could do really is every day when you wake up, when you put on an outfit, if you like it, take a picture. If you don't like it, take it off, put something else on until you feel like you want to take a picture of it. And that will slowly build your lookbook. I like that. And then, and then eventually, and maybe edit out before adding. It sounds like that's. Yeah, that, I mean, that's like kind of the conventional wisdom and what we used to think because there's like a lot, you know, it's, it's so much stuff, but I honestly find that it's easier to edit out once you've added things that you like, like, how can you get rid of that black t-shirt until you have like a way better black t-shirt where you yes. won't feel like, oh my God, one day I'm going to need this black t-shirt and I let it go, you know? Yes, 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 yes. I like that. So again, it's like, we're back to planning and writing it all down and, or taking pictures and keeping track of it and understanding what it is that you want the final picture to sort of look like. And do you do that work with people? Like just online, do you do that? Style coaching with Um, people who aren't in the store? We are playing with some ideas. We do have, we have released some trainings in the past, but we're not doing it currently. But if you, yeah, if someone follows along with us when we re-release it, you know, you could be right there. (laughs) Awesome. That sounds exciting. That sounds fun. Um, cause clear the, the one thing that I did notice about going into the store is that there is, and, it, and we sort of know this from boutiques, although I don't know, pandemic, but also really motherhood. Like I feel like before the pandemic, it, I, like, I used to be a huge shopper. I just like that motherhood balancing that with entrepreneurship and just all the other things like it's just not something that's so much, I love wearing good clothes, but the shopping piece of it sort of isn't, wasn't my joy. And it's so fun having teenage girls because they actually love it. And so just going with them was so fun, like, which is something I hadn't experienced actually in a while. Cause we've been in a pandemic. Um, 
So yeah. So I would tell anybody to like, go with a friend, go with your daughters, like, like make it a fun experience um, when you're figuring out what to add in. Cause um, it was fun. It was really fun. And I hadn't had yeah. that kind of fun in a long time, like looking for clothes. So right. Clothes are important, but yeah, but they're fun. Ultimately they are superficial. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Stephanie. This was fun. Thank you. It was nice to be here. All right. And everyone go check out her stuff. We'll put it all in the show notes. At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action because we have found that action is where real change happens. And the cool thing is, is that action doesn't have to be huge. It's actually the little things that add up over time that we can really lean into and follow through and fit into our lives that actually make the biggest impact. So at the end of every episode, I always choose these three doable changes, not so that you can do all three, but so that you can pick one and really lean into it for a week and see what happens when you put that piece of action into your life. So Stephanie had a whole bunch of great suggestions, and these are the three that we chose as things that might make big impacts in all of our lives. Number one, create your lookbook. Start trying on your clothes. Mix and match things you don't normally put together. If you find an outfit you love, take a picture for your lookbook, which is just going to be an album that you keep on your phone. If in this process you find something you just don't like on yourself, let it go. Donate or swap it. So I love this strategy. I don't know if you've ever stared at your closet and just looked and not known what to wear. And I think a lot of us are feeling quite uninspired after these two years at home. So I love this strategy just to like add the fun back in, remember what's in there, remember what it's like to feel good and be excited about what clothes we have and to let go of the ones that don't serve us. So personally, I have created kind of a minimalist wardrobe, but this activity, which I'm really excited to continue implementing, has helped me to really, I don't know, just add more imagination into the process. And let me tell you, it is so much more fun to pick from a photo on my phone than staring into a closet of all these possibilities. So I love that doable change. Create your lookbook. Number two, try a clothing swap. If you're in the Boston area, of course, you can go check out Swap It, Stephanie's store. It's a really, really fun experience. But if not, you can totally do this. You can organize a clothing swap with people you know. It's such a great way to add new pieces and clear stuff out of your closet you won't wear. And I have to admit, I thought this one was going to be super high maintenance and hard to do because I was trying to think of like all my friends and we're all different heights and shapes and sizes and all the things. But what I really learned from Stephanie is that sizes don't matter. And after washes and just depending on how we wear our clothes, different things can just work differently on different people. So you don't, that doesn't have to be a prerequisite. Invite whomever you want and let them bring what they have and just see what that, see what that entails. And we can even do it with masks. So it could be done. All right. 
Number three, improve the laundry experience. We talk about a bunch of tips for making laundry a better experience. You could send it out, get a partner or kid to take over the task, try pre-sorting to simplify the process, or pair it with something you enjoy, like listening to a podcast or fun music. If you happen to love laundry, try one of these tips for another household chore that you don't love. But the point is improving household tasks or a household task that really sometimes feels like it gets in the way of you doing the things that you really want to do that you might think really matter. And I love the phrase, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And this too can be true with laundry. So figure out a process that makes it more fun, brings in more joy and more ease. What is that for you? Really spend a week looking at it, paying attention to it, um, and making a solution that really serves you. And makes that process easier. All right, you all, that's what I've got for today. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast.